welcome to the Inspire Podcast. My name is Kyle Hastings, and I will be sharing stories and talking with everyday people who will encourage, will inspire, and will motivate. Throughout my journey of life, I have been very lucky to meet many beautiful people with amazing stories of transformation and growth. Inspire is here to bring out the best of you. Enjoy the show. because if you hit it you actually hear like a little bit of a ting it's really okay. weird it's like a dull baseball bat Ugh. sound yeah that's not good that's yeah not good. but what ended up happening sarah and i were talking about this about i need somebody to keep me on track because i got severe add and i go through like <laughs> <laughs> i'm literally if i see like a bird i'm just like staring at the bird and thank god sarah <laughs> shut the blind sarah's sitting with us too right here beautiful wife and she uh, is she is pretty smoking hot she I'm, is I'm just, <laughs> just letting we, you know <laughs> i know I'll tell you, she really won with me, didn't she? Well, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you, you could say that. Yeah. If, if you're looking at 300-pound lottery tickets, I am your lottery ticket. <laughs> I don't know what you're getting with it yet, but you got it. <laughs> but we are in our, I would say like our dining room area. We kick the kids upstairs. This is going to be the recording studio for today. So if you hear the air conditioning, it's air conditioning. You might hear the dishwasher. You might hear the dog. You might hear the kids fight. But this is real life. Exactly. Yes. So we were, Sarah and I were sitting here on the opposite end of the, the kitchen table as we are right now. And I was asking, like, what would be, you know, what would be a good way of keeping me on track? I think I need a, I think I need a podcast wife. Yeah. And I knew who I was, I knew who I was talking with. And those were kids up there making noises right now. <laughs> and I'm like, who do you think I should do? And she's like thinking, she's like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, who's got just like the most beautiful like soothing voice oh my gosh I, I this I said this this is exactly what I said and you were just over here you were just over here picking up John and yeah. that's where it completely John's your John is Bev's son and that's where I, I I'm like my god she's got to do this with me this is gonna be great we're gonna be the Howard Stern and Robin Clippers <laughs> of podcasting and one that you don't know anybody that we're gonna be interviewing so all yes. these stories are gonna be brand new they're gonna be fresh stories yeah but also it's it's gonna help me and help you like for instance for me it's very therapeutic like I could I talk I, I enjoy talking to people and I enjoy listening and it makes mm-hmm. me feel good that I'm able to help somebody out the other end of this that could you know benefit from a story that's encouraging it's inspirational or motivating hence the word inspirate right I like it so that's that so ladies and gentlemen I introduce you Miss Bev B on the mic <laughs> thank you thank you for having me thank you for asking I selfishly am very happy that you did because I have always wanted to do voiceover work. Um, I've gotten a lot of compliments that I actually have a soothing voice. I mean, back in the day and some, even some of my, the jobs that I would have, I'd be going ahead and I've been, I'd be leaving a voicemail and people would be like, Bev, you've got this this soothing voice. Can you just call and talk to me? And I'm like, really? <laughs> you, kinda... want me to, you want me to call and just start breathing? Right, right. Breathe real slow. Hey, what are you wearing? Right. You know, I'm like, you know, I'm like, should I be like instructing you about like a you know one eight hundred or nine hundred number or something? And I was just like, are you kidding? And they just said you had just a pleasant voice. So at one of my uh, most recent jobs, I actually did the voiceover work uh, pro bono for um, an instruction type of video. And I'm telling you, I had the best time. And so I also uh, took a class, just, you know, one day class, just to 
kind of explore the whole voiceover opportunities. And it's, you know, you've got to get some equipment, you know, and there's some training and what have you, but I've always wanted to kind of pursue it. So this actually gives me an opportunity to use my voice and uh, see where things go. This could catch you off guard completely. Like, was this completely out of left field? Well, it was strange. Like, you know, I I show up here to pick up John from this, you know, the sleepover, um, from Kyle's sleepover. And all of a sudden I'm like, there's all these mics here. And I'm like, what's he doing now? Because, (laughs) because you know how you are, Kyle, Mm -hmm. you always have something interesting going on. And I was like, all right. So it was just funny. You know, you're like, here, you know, just try out the mic. And I'm like slipping into the, the seat. And I'm like, all right, let's do this. I was ready to go. jazz, Bev B. <laughs> 95.9. Right, right. <laughs> you know, and, and so I was like, okay. So then when you had texted me, I was like, wow, okay, I'll give it a shot. And then it was funny because I went up to Tim. Tim's my husband. And I said, you know, I'm going to do this with Kyle. And, you know, he was very quiet. And I'm like, what do you think? And he goes, I'm 100% fully support this. He goes, this is right up your alley. And I said, damn right, it's right up my alley. So so thank you. Well, thank, thank you. you. I mean, this is, uh, this is all sort of like came together over the last couple months. And it's amazing how when you run across people, you don't know how they're going to fit besides be nice people, right? Right. You always want to be a nice person. Sure. But then you you run across people and you have no clue later down the line on what other paths you're going to be going down. You're right. And there's an individual we're going to be interviewing later. Uh, same same thing. that I barely knew him. Mm-hmm. And now I know him, his family. It's all based off of a, a, a situation we went through. And we're going to, well, it's about... Uh, Hurricane Harvey, we did a big donation run down there. We're going to talk about it's called Op- Operation Friendship. Okay. But you don't know what one paths are going to cross and how they're going to cross. And here we are sitting with two souvenir cups from Logan's. And where's that one from? This one is. It's a Blackhawks yeah, one. Yeah, it's a Blackhawks. It's probably from a bar full of ice water. <laughs> and, <laughs> the uh, hard stuff. Yeah, it's really, really just, it's like our water for, it's our plastic right. water for that we have so much of. Nice. And. We're, we're gonna rock it. It's gonna be a lot of fun, and it, it's a, it's a way. Like I said for myself, it's therapeutic, and Definitely. I hope hopefully it could be that for you. You know, you'd be able to help somebody, help somebody that you know that can hear it and they can relate to the story. Yeah, no, I, I think this is incredible. I'm excited that you're doing this, and I'm actually I'm kind of intrigued. How did you come about? Like, did you just have an epiphany one day? You said, "Hey, I want to." go ahead and, and do podcasts? Like how did, what, what prompted this Kyle? So I was at the gym and I dropped a barbell on my head. I'm like, I'm going to be a podcaster. And then all of a sudden I'm a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> no, never I, a straight answer. Right. No, never a straight answer. So the way this came about yeah. was about 11, 11 years ago, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. I was very, very just frustrated at the news and how it's always negative news. Completely it, agree. It, yep. There's nothing ever positive. Not even the weather's positive. Even the sports has some type of negative twist to mm-hmm. it. And there wasn't an outlet of positive news. So I thought of an idea to create a blog because at the time blogs were big. Sure. Podcasting wasn't a thing. Social media was relatively brand new. Mm-hmm. It was 2010, 2011. Create a blog called Ensprate with the same message, news that would encourage, inspire, and motivate. So I mm-hmm. took the prefix of encourage, uh, insp- uh, inspire, mm-hmm. ins- inspire for sure. the root, 
and eight for Motivate and made nice. and Spray. So my cousin Dale and I, I asked him, maybe you want to help me out? Because he's got a heart, you know, bigger than this this house. He's the most generous, kind, loving guy that you can even imagine. Mm-hmm. I, I told him that this is going to be a hobby. We Maybe we might get paid. Maybe we can get some sponsors or something. Mm-hmm. You know, we can pay for a trip and who knows where it'll go down the line. But we need to find stories that are inspirational. Again, the sure. branding, the marketing of the inspirational. So I bought a bunch of ads on Craigslist because that's where you want to find writers. Okay. That's what I read on the on the internet, on the intranet. You know, it's a fad, you know. Craigslist or the intranet? Uh, the intranet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if Craigslist is still around. I, you know, is that's it? a good question. I don't I don't know. I don't probably know. Probably him and my it. Craigslist, Craigslist and MySpace Tom are <laughs> right. probably hanging out together. <laughs> right. But I took out all these ads in all the major cities. And okay. I spent a couple of bucks on it just looking for people to share an inspirational story huh. or somebody that they know that can share a story. The first couple months, it was pretty solid. And by the way, that is the, the sink, the water. Knowledge just came in from the outside because we are in our studio office. I bet you Joe Rogan also has like his kitchen with his Rhodesian Ridgeback. No, don't apologize. This is real life. Right, exactly. This is what happens. We're on mm-hmm. shoestring budgets. We don't have no, we have no budget. <laughs> How about we rephrase that? We have no budget. Everything's Amazon bought. You and our beautiful sponsor, the Tory Foot and Ankle Specialist, uh, was our first major sponsor. And You know, I heard about that and I, I like needed them. I, I really did. I mean, I really, I need, I need to go to them. Well, give them a call. I, I will. The Tory uh, Foot and Ankle Specialist at Homer Glenn New Lennox. And that was not a, that wasn't like a spot. That was honestly got a conversation. We didn't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we, we had all these stories starting to submit and there were some good ones. And I interviewed, mm-hmm. there's a girl I went to high school with and she's a successful, unbelievably successful entrepreneur, makes vegan chocolate at the time. It was called Nibmore Chocolate. Uh, now she, I think she's like in the coffee and uh, I don't know what else she's in, but she's like just killing it out oh, on wow. the East Coast. I interviewed her about her rise. She was in theater and she was a Broadway actress and doing commercials and some minor, I I think, TV and film and talked to her. We got all these beautiful stories. And then around month three, these stories Mm -hmm. were being submitted where I thought they were like parody. I'm like, someone's got to be goofing on me. Right, right. But I don't think they were. And and they were just some of the most, like, I can't publish stories. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was like one this sounds I mean we're gonna one talked about how he like he conquered his uh, problem with self-manipulation we'll say that oh my gosh. like one-handed manipulation he had a problem with it wow. and I'm laughing Let me give but, that guy a hand you know he needed a hand <laughs> <laughs> poor guy he might need two hands but <laughs> he had a but this is what was getting submitted and okay. it, it was versions of that, and it was just crazy, but enough where people took the time to write it, so it had to be real. And they even gave their contact information to be cited wow. for the story. And I'm like, no way. I'm like, we get, we got to drop this. So we ended up dropping it. I was like six months into it, and it okay. just fizzled out. It, okay. it fizzled. Well, fast forward uh, a year ago, obviously, I lost a ton of weight, mm-hmm. and my life changed. And I was getting one-off messages here or there on the Instagram or, you know, you're, you're inspiring me. What you're doing is inspiring me. And I wasn't oh. doing anything to inspire anybody. I had to fix me. I, I was a right. walking time bomb. Mm-hmm. You know, I was taking blood pressures, cholesterols. I was on metformin for pre-diabetes. Oh I had to fix me. I wasn't intending to fix anybody else. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was about me. And 
finally came to the end of the journey and I still was getting these messages and I was pretty transparent on Instagram about like what I was doing. I was off Facebook. Uh, I was just getting way too political too. I mean, it was getting out of control. Very much so. And Instagram is what Facebook used to be. Fun photos, a lot of good stuff, good material on there. Wasn't it? Wasn't as crazy. I mean, every now and then you get your political pundit of of one view or another putting their stuff up there. But on the whole, it was good. So I was transparent on there. I laid it all on the table of what I was going to do because it's, you know, accountability. You're accountable. You're accountable to yourself, to whatever higher power you believe in. For me, it's God. And now I'm going to be accountable to the public where I'm going to put some compromising stuff up there where everyone's going to know my business, but it's going to hold me accountable Mm -hmm. to my, you know, to my focus of losing weight. So June came and I'm thinking, well, I got to pay it forward somehow. And I, I've got some cool stories. I know some cool people, but mm-hmm. how could I do it? Now, my catalysts of my big change were from podcasts. First guy I listened to was Mark Devine, okay. and he has a book called The Unbeatable Mind. And I read his book, I listened to his book, and mm-hmm. I've been listening to his podcast probably for the last two years before wow. I really d- dove headfirst into my physical change. Started with more of a mental change. Okay. He does like meditation box breathing but his story is very similar to the second gentleman he's a former navy seal he's a navy seal commander uh he's a master uh yogi he oh. he's like a 15th degree black belt in like nine different martial arts he is a very very educated man plus he's a navy seal he, he's wow. a navy seal officer that led me on to another podcast where i heard a gentleman and i could i'll say i'm a disciple of his teachings guy named David Goggins mm-hmm. and David Goggins was also a seal the mindset of your mind uh, you control your mind you make your mind your bitch that's the mindset I've read his book several times I've listened to his book several times I've probably listened to almost every podcast he's on I did his big challenge this winter I mean it was just he was just very motivating his story resonated with me okay and he made his big change from watching a Navy SEAL show and he wanted to do it. Well, my change was listening to him and watching him on a podcast, on a video podcast. So th- those were two of them. The third one was a guy named Ethan Supley. And he has a podcast called American Glutton. And, and okay. uh, Ethan's actor, he was the really big guy in Remember the Titans. Okay. The real big lineman. Uh, he was in American History X. Um, my name is Earl. He's mm-hmm. got pretty, mm-hmm. uh, pretty A-list. Okay, a lot of films he's done. He was about five hundred pounds, and he really? did yo-yo dieting. And then now he's jacked. He's like two hundred seventy pounds, just wow. jacked. And I started to listen to him right when he started it. So those were the three podcasts that that got me going. Okay, and I have a story that I can hopefully get somebody else going with, with with my with with my loss and mm-hmm. the people that I know. But the difference between the podcasts that are out there today and what we're doing here is podcasts always interview the celebrity, right? Yes. You, you yes. hear about the, and I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with these people. It's just they, they're, it's celebrated. The, mm-hmm. celebra- the, the celebrity is celebrated. Mm-hmm. How Jennifer Aniston lost 15 pounds this summer or how Oprah Winfrey lost right. 30 pounds. Now, there's a, there's a way, for, a means for everybody and everybody's in different worlds. But could an everyday person really relate to how Oprah Winfrey lost 45 pounds? Absolutely not. And could you really believe that whatever 
she was using, you know, the product that she was using. I don't want to get mm-hmm. in trouble with the products, but sure. the product that she was using, mm-hmm. she used it. Or did she have a shelf? And then she had uh-huh. a, a nutritionist and, and a personal yes. trainer and a gym in the house mm-hmm. that everything was more or less for for her to succeed exactly. all she had to do is just put her feet on the ground and mm-hmm. go do it have the Pretty will much. which is the foundations of anyone's changes you got to have the will period you can have all mm-hmm. the tools in the world but if you don't want to use them then they're just tools exactly so i wanted to interview people that had everyday stories your working mom your working dad mm-hmm. your stay-at-home mom that's got to take care of six kids while dad's flying around the nation doing his sales job or the dad that's got to work three jobs because he has six kids and mom's at home and right. he's got to provide, but yet they all make some type of a, uh, a trans transition, a, a transformation of growth of development. That's mm-hmm. remarkable. And you don't hear those stories, those stories you just don't hear it's true. unless you're in a social circle. It's like, Oh, did you hear about Mark? Yeah. He lost like 60 pounds. He looks mm-hmm. great. Well, how do you do it? Well, not how he did it, but what did he have to balance while doing it? Yeah. What did he have to juggle? What was his reason? His why his catalyst? I talk mm-hmm. about that a lot. What is your why? What is the fuel that keeps that fire burning? There, everyone has it. Right. But what right. is it? And those are the stories that need to be celebrated because majority of the world are just average everyday people that go check the time box, you know, the time clock, oh, yeah. go to work, come home. It's like Groundhog Day. Completely Groundhog Day. Yeah. Completely. It's Groundhog Day and they have to survive. Mm-hmm. But also they know that they have to make a change. So how do right. they do it? That's the focus of the Inspirate podcast is okay. the average person and their their daily struggles and how they overcome them, how they make the inner voice, like Gagan said, make it their bitch. Mm-hmm. And we have a full lineup. We were going over about 20, 21 podcasts coming up. Uh, and that's including uh, Dr. Lenzen and, and Tracy, the two that we just did. And we got a three-part coming up with uh, Levert Griffin, LT Griffin, uh, about his transformation, which mm-hmm. is just the most unbelievable story that you'll you'll hear. I left a lump in my throat, and I'm, I think I'm pretty hardened where I don't really get uh, too caught up. Mm-hmm. And sure. But this one got me. And we have 21, 21 lined up. So I think one for next 20 weeks, next year, half a year. We, we have material of people that have the most beautiful stories of transformation. Either it's from addiction uh, body health transformation, career transformation. Mm-hmm. They they started with you know working as a part time clerk, or, and they end up being a, a multi business owner. A lot of stories like that from all different worlds. You know from a, a, from a, the mom's view, from the dad's view. Mm-hmm. You know from a, a, a single professional's view. And try, my goal is try to to hit each. I hate to say group, but it's you know sure. it, it's each each bucket of right. how someone could relate. Exactly. And, and if we can change somebody's view or if we can inspire and spray at least one person, then it's a win. This is a hobby that exactly. paid off and that person could pay it forward just mm-hmm. like how I had my three catalysts pay it on to me. They had no clue. You know, Mark Devine in, Cal- in Carlsbad, California or, or uh, David Goggins and <laughs> wherever he's at, right. you know, or yeah, Ethan Splee in the, in the Hollywood, you know, in the Hollywood area yes. that they were going to affect Kyle Hastings and in Orland Hills, Illinois, and his <laughs> a thousand square foot right. home with his beautiful family, and <laughs> Babson across from me, and here we are. That that wasn't. They didn't have any intentions of that. They just wanted to share their story for it, and mm-hmm. here we are. I hope you shared your story with them. 
Seriously. Uh, you know what I did? I shot I shot David Goggins a his like info what, what info at what Goggins or whatever his email general email because I couldn't find one. Okay. I just put a brief paragraph. Thank you. Good. It was a it was just a brief paragraph. I I didn't want anything in return. I didn't want right. I didn't want acknowledgement. I just my heart wanted just to say thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ethan Splee, same thing. I haven't shot him an email yet. I will now, but I that's yeah. a thank you, Mark Divine. It's important. Yeah. Thank you. You you have no clue the amount of people that mm-hmm. they have directly, indirectly affect and directly affect, based off of what their teachings or their principles or their stories. Now my job is to find that average person and mm-hmm. bring their stories light so other people can learn from it and they could, they can have growth, they can have development, they can make their heart feel whole. You know, and and pay it forward. It's pretty awesome. It really is. Well, thank you. So, give me your story. Where where do you come from? Where are we at here? And we're gonna do a little narration. The six year old just opened one door and she shut the other door <laughs> and she goes, "I'm back." <laughs> <laughs> Again, real life. This is the home studio. It's okay. Yeah, That's everyone okay. starts somewhere. I know. I'm like laughing to myself, going, "What's my story?" I don't what is your story? Let's hear it. <sighs> where do I start? We could start with the dinosaurs. Oh, well, hey, I'm, I know I'm oil. old, but I'm not that old. <laughs> Stop. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Um, I don't know. I there's there's so many things. Um, you know, when you when you think about life and and your stories, or like when you meet somebody, what is the first thing that they do? Is oh, what do you do? Like, who do you work for? And I hate that question because work is just what you do. It's not who you are. You know, so I always like to lead in with, you know, I'm a mother. I'm a mother of two awesome kids, you know, two awesome kids that really shouldn't be here. Um, they shouldn't. They're actually pretty much a miracle. Um, gosh, I'm going to get all choked I'm up. Sorry. I, <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It's, it's, it's here, really here. cool. You're going to hold my hand. Right, right. I know. Oh, yeah. I know. Sarah, it's, it's, strictly platonic uh (laughs) if your hand's on top of mine that means something my hand has to be on top of yours right exactly i just made that up i don't know if there's a rule like that yeah no it's it's just it's interesting um so that story um we're just gonna we can start with that um in 2015 i was working a part-time job uh, because i had lost my full-time position um of course downsizings and what have you so i was temping at a place and I had kind of met up with uh, this girl, Lori, who was just, she, we just, we're still friends today. And I remember saying, Lori, I don't feel very well. And she's like, okay. So I keep getting this pain on my right side. And she's like, well, maybe you should get taken a look at it. I'm like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. So I went home and it got to the point where I couldn't lie on my right hand side. And I'm like, something's not right. So John had to actually go, my son had to go to a birthday party, um, fast forward a couple of days. And so here's me, you know, in pain, wrapping the gift. And I uh, called my mom up and I said, yeah, mom, I need you to come over and watch the kids because I'm going to have Tim take me to the emergency room. Oh, by the way, mom. <laughs> yeah, by the way. <laughs> hey, I gotta go to the ER. Can you right. come on by here real yeah, quick? Exactly. <laughs> So um, I woke Tim up and I said, okay, the birthday gift's wrapped for John to take, uh, but you need to take me to Silver Cross now. Something ain't right. So after a lot of tests, 
and a lovely CT scan. When I got out of the CT scanner, if you will, I had a woman ask me, do you have factor five Leiden? And I go, what on earth are you talking about? Factor five Leiden. Sounds like a game show. Right? Yeah. Where you lose. (laughs) So (laughs) needless to say, they wheeled me back into the emergency room and the doctor comes in and he said, um, they found a blood clot in the lower lobe of your right lung. And I said, what? And he said, do you have a blood clotting disorder? And I said, not that I'm aware of. So I think there's like five or six different clotting disorders that you can have. Um, Of course, they tested me for like five out of the six, I think it was. And all five came back negative. And then there was the last one, and that's factor five Leiden. So I was on Coumadin for a long time, for about a year and a half. Had to work with a hematologist. And there's nothing more depressing than hi, I've got a blood clot in my lung, and you have to go to a hematologist, which typically uh, is a hematologist-oncologist. So you have to go into a facility where people are getting chemo because they have full-blown cancer, and you're sitting in the lab area, and they're like, what kind of cancer do you have? And you're like, I don't have cancer. I have a blood clot in my lung, and they're monitoring it. And you're like apologetic because you, you know, your problems are nothing. So long story short, um, this blood clot actually has to, it travels through your heart. So I'm lucky to be here. And then when I had a conversation with my um, OB, he said, because you had factor five Leiden, he said, you should have clotted with both of your kids. He said, there's uh, somebody up there looking out for you, Bev. And I said, yeah, because they're both here. They were both fine. I had two perfect pregnancies and um, just grateful that they are they are here with me. So, so boom, drop the bomb on that one, buddy. All right, guys, we're going to wrap this one up. <laughs> we're going to go on to the next episode. <laughs> wow, that's... So I, um, ever since I've had that, I, mean, I you're here with us now. So obviously you're doing good. Do, we're, knock, we're having this conversation. Wood, knock I mean, on wood. Yeah. Dream. Right. No, I'll pinch um, myself. I'm good. But I always encourage people, you know, because people don't think about blood clots. You know, it's like, oh, you know, I'm like, if you have pain, if you, I, I'm always, uh, there's a, a, a blood test that you can get called a D dimer. And if it's elevated, it could be an indicator of a blood clot. So I'm always, you know, talking to people who are not feeling well or having pain. And I'm like, listen, guys, I go do what you can because there's two different kinds of blood clots. There's a DVT, which is um, a, like a deep vein, like thrombosis right. in your legs. But this one actually was a pulmonary embolism, which was in the lower lobe of my lung. So that's a little bit more serious. How long did you have that? Well, you know, it's interesting because um, before they discovered it, um, it was probably, I don't know, a couple of weeks. So I'm lucky that I found it, but I was having problems, you know, breathing. I remember we got our hair cut and I was walking home because the place that we were getting our hair cut at was pretty local and I remember getting home and I was huffing and puffing and I'm like what's going on and I'm literally standing in the powder room going <gasps> and I'm like I can't I can't catch my breath and I'm like what is going on and so you know you're thinking about it but then you're like oh I'm young you know what's I, I'm fine I'm fine you kind of blow it off but then when I got to the point where I couldn't lie on my right hand side 
I knew something was up. Something wasn't right. So needless to say, um, I was treated with Coumadin for a year and a half. And now I'm just on four aspirin a day. Um, and pretty lucky and hope to never have to go through that again. But it's really important to keep active and moving, you know. Um, and that's, yeah. Is that a gen- like a genetic disorder or is that something like you acquired? Like there's a, there's someone that I know, uh, they have a, uh, a disorder where I think they, they attracted it, contracted it through a virus and it got into their blood and it hit their heart. And now they have to live with this, this, this disabilitating syndrome mm-hmm. for the rest of their life. Is that something that's a genetic where you were born with it and you had no clue or is it something that that so actually no it's a good question Kyle because it is hereditary and through testing I found out that actually my mother was the one who carried it I know she did it always gotta blame mom mom always gets the blame (laughs) mom you know but I have it my sister has it Um, it's interesting because my husband Tim his sister had kind of a history of blood clots. Well, when she got tested, guess what? She's got factor five. Tim got tested. He's got factor five. So basically oh, now. Hold on. It's, oh, Nala. It's Nala. Nala just gave a howl. I think someone has to. She Watch her, watch her head. You got to go outside. She kind of cocks she, it to the side. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, yeah. kind of like. Do you blame no. her? Do you, I mean, seriously, do you birds? blame her, right? Right now, there's too many mosquitoes. She out of her mind. Oh, but we, oh, don't start talking about mosquitoes. Oof. Yeah. 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 Bad. bad oh, see, she just wanted advice. some loves. Yeah, she, just, she just wants some attention. It's all good. It's all good. We have the dog whisperer, my wife. She knows exactly. <laughs> they have like conversations. Now we'll make a noise and give her a head. And Sarah knows exactly. So she's going to retreat right now. Well, there you oh, go. Oh, wow. Look at her. There you go, right? Oh, she's got a dog mystic. And then her other special treat, if you say the C word, it's C-H-E-E-S-E. Oh. And she literally goes into like hyper convulsions of excitement. Really? Like it's That's insane. how I react too. To, to the C word? Yeah. Wow. Yep. She yeah. just ate that whole it's biscuit. <laughs> so so they, you're, so Tim has it. Yes. You have it. Yes. When do you have the kids tested? So we have to have them tested probably when they get into their teen years is what they said, just because they're not fully developed. Right. But there is obviously a real possibility. I mean, they, they probably do have it. It's yeah. just on, you know, how, how much do they have? Right. You know, so. It's, but now uh, it's preventative. And, and I mean, sadly, you had, a, you had to pay a, a heavy price psychologically mm-hmm. knowing that, you know, it, a, a clot could make things very, very bad. Yeah. And, yeah. but because of your indirect sacrifice that you didn't plan on doing, other people now right. have, have a, a positive outlook. They don't have to worry about. Exactly. Factor five, bad thing, whatever. Yeah. The factor five, Leiden. Factor five, Leiden. Yeah. It's like fat, the word factor. And then it's a V like, you know, the Roman numeral V for five and then Leiden. Sounds I know. like a villain from an Avengers movie. <laughs> Who are you? I'm factor five. Right. It's, it's probably going to be in the next one, right? <laughs> I'm going to clot all you. <laughs> you know, that's actually a good idea. Yeah. yeah. yeah? Another hobby going yeah. here. It'll yeah. be work out. I know. Wow. So that—that yeah. that is that's something else. So yeah. you, you could have bled out with the kids, more yes. or less. Yeah, and pretty you much. Didn't. Yeah. Angels looking over you. You got it. 
So before kids, mm-hmm. you had to meet somebody to make kids. And who is that special somebody that um, we know of? Hopefully, oh. It might be somebody else. <laughs> this might come out. Well, I like to call him the milkman. Um, nice. The Overweiss <laughs> guy. Well, we do have Overweiss delivery. And, and Tim does go ahead and put out the empty milk bottles. So I do call mm-hmm. him the milkman. But yeah, no. Um, yeah, Tim, uh, we met in 99. We partied like it was 99, yeah. It was 99, yeah. yeah. Um, like Prince. Just like Prince. Just I miss God, him. Yeah. I know. You know, he was a, a Division One basketball recruit. What? Yeah. Prince and, was? Yeah. Do you watch the Chappelle show at all? I, I have on occasion, but so it's... So there's a whole Prince thing where he plays basketball against Charlie Murphy. Oh, my gosh. And he dunks on Charlie Murphy, and he makes some pancakes. What? So a, a buddy of mine I worked with years ago, his name Rodney, and we'd always okay. make the joke about pancakes. <laughs> So I'm going to text you the, the skit of <laughs> Prince totally making pancakes. And he like floats and he does oh all gosh. Prince things with like the frilly sleeves. and. Aww. But yeah, he was a big time basketball player. Oh, I love Prince. And he was a like a super good guitarist too. Probably like the best? Well, I, I Wouldn't be the good, best? I mean, if, if you want to make him the best, I'm not a guitar person. I'm sure we'll probably catch some heat if we do say he's wow. the best. He, well, but he's very talented. Yeah, he's one yes. of like the best. And he was just amazing. Not only that, but a fantastic just an artist oh yeah with incredible. music different genres of music and he was supposed to be my vegas show you know what i mean like he was supposed to be like in vegas where i could like go and see him you know I, all right I, so here's a question duran yeah. duran oh my Prince? gosh oh. so bev is a Dur- she, she just got all red and jesus <laughs> relax sorry we'll get a towel is it hot in here <laughs> you better <laughs> Put yeah, no, the, the AC's on, on 68, girl. Ooh, yeah. But yeah, Duran Duran or Prince? Oh, Duran Duran, 100%. Okay. Billion percent. All right, just the way you're again over Prince. I don't know if that Prince Trump, Duran oh, Duran. Oh, no, there's no one that Simon Trump's. Simon LaBeouf. Oh, there's nobody that, there's nobody. No? Makes nobody. you hungry like a wolf. Oh. Makes your ordinary world hungry like a oh, wolf. Oh, my gosh. You like those two? Oh, I love, um, yeah. me and Simon LeBon. LeBon, it's not LaBeouf? No, no. Okay. It most definitely is not that. It's Simon LeBron. All right. See, anyway, this is where your, your role in the show is going to come because I got way off track. And you're like, Kyle, your Adderall's ran Kyle. out about four hours ago. <laughs> Kyle, we could do a whole episode on Duran Duran. Okay. You realize we, who you're speaking And we to. could, but we're I not. Know, I know. I know. It's just like, it, it's it like my kryptonite. It's there, like, was like a so- there was a song in high school that a girl I dated. It was like a Duran Duran song. What well, was even like a like a relationship song just like a sappy they're, song they're all like i mean there's a lot of them come undone maybe no i miss that no? i don't know say we'll talk about that yeah one. and we that's will another talk. that's another time we'll give that anyway. a 15 minute anyway. grand, grand segment. oh i have to get back to my husband so my 1999 husband. Nice. you guys yes. partied and you have a husband <laughs> yes uh yeah um and it's not simon Lebon, unfortunately it's tim um tim Lebon. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I have to I have to give him props. He is he is an extraordinary man. I am very lucky. I am very he is. very he's lucky. He's a great dude. Yeah, yeah. We actually we met at work. Okay. Um, he was sitting in the cafeteria by himself reading some car magazine, and you know I went down like one day to get some food, and all of a sudden I'm looking, I'm like, who's that guy sitting by himself? I'm like, okay, whatever. Do so, you feel bad for him? I kind of did. Like, hey, buddy, was... life's going to get better. Right, yeah. You're going to make a friend here. <laughs> it's going to be okay. After, like, every other person, like, pushed him down the seat. <laughs> right. Spilled his milk on him. Right. I'm like, all right. But um, we went uh, to a happy hour. We're, like, wishing somebody, like, you know, good luck in their new position. 
And um, I was sitting in between these two guys. Tim was on my left, and there was this other guy on my right who I was kind of, I don't know, vaguely interested in, but he wasn't interested in me, and I, it's for the best completely. But Tim was going on about how he had just gotten out of a relationship, and he was just, you know, touting himself and how he was going to do whatever he wants, whenever he wants, whoever he wants. And I went ahead and I turned to him and I said, I just heard that story from him, I think. Really? Did you? No, like how you wanted to do that now. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. You're so terrible. No, okay, go ahead. And I just said, what if you met the girl of your dreams and she completely screwed up your plans? And I have been screwing them up ever since. So... We, uh, we, we dated for a while. He proposed in 2002. My response was, are you serious? <laughs> and uh, he married me anyway. And we got married in 2003. That's awesome. And uh, we waited a long time to have kids. Yeah. Um, which is fine. It all works out. You know, everything has a reason. And um, we have two wonderful children. And they're the light of my life. And they're the best doggone thing I ever did in my whole life. So... That's fantastic. It's, yeah. Yeah. Are you, are you from the area? Are you from the Tinley Park, South Suburbs of Chicago oh, born area? Born and raised. Born and raised in Tinley Park. So uh, Went to Andrew High School? Of course, yes. The Thunderbolts. I made some of my best friendships at that high school. Um, my picture's actually on the choir room wall. It's my little claim to fame. National Choral Award winner. Yes, I know it was a long time ago, as Tim would say, but it's, you know, it's important to me, and... I love to sing. I wow. love to act. I was always involved in theater, and I'm actually getting my children involved in theater. And, and, and you know, voice lessons are probably on the horizon for them. So, yeah, they're kind of following in mama's footsteps. So I was in choir. At Come Andrew. on. I, I kid you not. I Come on. laughing. Seriously. Lies, I, lies. I, let me tell you about this. So I do have a an artsy side to me. I, I do enjoy uh, the finer arts. I, I just don't listen to Slayer and Corn and, and really, yes, I, I do listen to other things as well. But I was in choir, and the way that came about was Mr. Brunson. Oh, I love Mr. The, Brunson, the, the best guy ever, Kim Brunson. Yes, he went down to the lunchroom. Okay, and I don't know if this was like a social experiment to diversify the choir. Mm-hmm. He went to like to the football table. So really? like, hey, do you guys want to have another yep. lunch? Mm-hmm. And if you were in band or choir, you got an extra lunch. So, of course, chubby myself. I'm like, hell yeah, <laughs> I want two lunches. So, like, yeah, we'll do choir. So, myself, it's my really? brother, uh, another guy, Alex, uh, Tim Seco, Timmy Seeks, mm-hmm. Pooch. Who else was in it? There might have been a couple other guys. We all did it. Really? And it was our sophomore year, I think, we okay. started. And I did it purely to get a second lunch. I think I was going to get a third lunch because I was also in concert band, too. And you also got a lunch. I had like three lunches. Maybe that's why I got to like 415 pounds. So third period, I had band. Then I got lunch. And then because it was split, they split it. Like you, it was a 50 minute block and like 35 minutes was band. And then like 20 minutes was lunch. It was like a homeroom period. No wonder there was like a run on pizza boats and a cheese pizza fries. pizza boats and the cheese fries. Mm, oh, the best. so good. The best. Miss Sutter made the best <laughs> cheese fries. She did. The best. So then I had fourth period was like my regular, my regular lunch, like okay. my assigned lunch. And yeah. then fifth period was choir. 
And that was another lunch. And I did it purely just to get a third lunch because oh I just gosh. wasn't feeling the school thing. I would rather just play football and have lunch okay. all day. <laughs> if, you found your passion. I did. I, I love football and eating, <laughs> and I still do. I mean, it's, it's an acquired taste. But it ended up being some of the best moments. Actually, it was the, the most memorable moment of my high school mm-hmm. career of extracurriculars over sports. Uh, over like hanging out, uh-huh. I remember a moment that uh, Mr. Brunson had us learn all these Latin Christmas songs. Oh yes! And he took us to the Art Institute yes. downtown, and we sang on the Michigan Avenue vestibule mm-hmm. where the acoustics, and we did this Latin concert. And mm-hmm. I remember my mom was there, my grandma, I think my aunt Joanne might have been there, and I remember all the all the friends that we had it was the most memorable time in high school was was mm-hmm. that moment was doing latin oh, christmas man. music it was beautiful it was it was like a scene out like ferris bueller you know i was dating this girl at the time we looked at the, we did the whole ferris bueller uh-huh. skits of like looking sure. in us and this crew and then uh, it, it was amazing it was absolutely amazing and then i always enjoyed the theater aspect of it too okay so were you I, ever in I, I was in? Bla- it was called black friars club yes and the Black Friars was ran by God bless him, Mr. Marine. He's in yeah, heaven. Merle Marine. And Mr. Vandenberg, him. I heard, is also in heaven. If that's Really? Yes. I'm pretty certain oh. he's also in heaven. And Mr. Wow. Vandenberg and uh, Merle, Mr. Marine mm-hmm. yes. ran the drama club and I started off as like a crew guy of like building sets. Yeah. And then they put me my only role was in a play called A Shane of Madel. The what? A Shane and Madel. I don't know. It was like about, it was a... Humana uh, Humana? I mean, yeah. seriously. From what I recall, and I'm sure we'll get corrected on this too, it was about, it was about a, uh, I think a Jewish family in the like Holocaust Germany area. Oh, wow. And so That's guess what heavy. I got, guess what I got casted as? You'll never believe it. I, I can only imagine. I think it was like a German police officer or something because <laughs> I had like this outside voice, but it was like a 16, 17 year old deeper voice. Really? Yeah. And... I had like four lines and, and that wow. was it. And it was a blast. I, I absolutely loved it. It was it was so much fun. So much fun. So I went the same route you did, but I did not get put on the choir wall. See, but I'm like so excited to be talking about Mr. Kim Brunson. You don't understand. Like I his wife was just a beautiful piano oh player. Oh my she's, she's like Northwestern trained and yes, like we moved her yes. we moved their piano. Who had a truck? Someone had a pickup truck and they had like this baby grand piano and he's like hey i'll give you guys 20 bucks if you come by the house and move the piano we're like done because 20 bucks was gold right and right. we moved this this beautiful piano mm-hmm. and i miss brunson was a uh northwestern mm-hmm. trained or educated mm-hmm. i'm probably gonna say this wrong but she was like the cat's meow of piano playing oh, and yeah. singing too oh beautiful voice yeah beautiful voice do you keep in touch with them oh you, you better believe I really do. oh yeah Oh yeah. And how are they doing? They must be retired, assuming. It's it's funny because Mr. Brunson, he he's just all over the place. He loves to go to the country house, uh, to and he always posts all country his house meals. breakfast. The country house, um, I think it's in, um, in Crestwood. Is there one in Hin- the Hinsdale? Maybe the Hin- is it in Hinsdale area? Oh, I, I know there's that? a country house in, in Crestwood. Maybe I, you know what? I I'd have to look, but okay. he but he goes and he but he loves to go ahead and like show pictures of his meals, and I'm always envious. But he's, I've I've seen him from time to time, yeah. and and um he he's just when I the last time I saw him, he gave me the biggest hug, and he and he said to me, he goes, 
you always give such great hugs, Bev. He goes, I couldn't tell you that in high school because it would be weird. creepy. <laughs> well, like 19, was it like early 90s? That might have been like acceptable. You could have like done things, but now it's like you can't even look at somebody. But he was just, he was just such an incredible inspiration and teacher. I mean, he knew all of our parents, our families. I mean, we did so much together. I was in show choir. You know, we did some traveling with show choir. Remember our St. Louis trip, which was like the highlight, you know, like still to this day, like the, the picture, you know, comes up on Facebook in terms of memories and stuff. And, you know, I still keep in touch with quite a bit of the people. I mean, he just... He was this catalyst for just getting people together and yes. just such a positive influence. And I just, I can't say enough about how he just kind of cultivated these, these kids. And just, you know, to this day, when, when we see each other, you know, the, the other people that were involved in choir, it was just like, we pick up like nothing has ever happened. And we, yeah. you know, and it's just... It's incredible. It was some of the best years of my life. Yeah. It, you know, it, it was. It, it, it truly was. I was fortunate enough to, uh, you know this, but play. I played football in college. Mm-hmm. I was a scholarship athlete. My memories weren't from in high school from sports. They were from Mr. Brunson and choir. And that and incredible. It, it was just some of the most beautiful moments. And mm-hmm. uh, my daughter was in choir at school, and she didn't want to be in it. And she had a beautiful really? voice. And she didn't want to do it anymore. I was just heartbroken. I'm like, oh, no, no, you should try it. Keep doing it. Yes. And I don't want to force him, you know, force him to do it. And she was animally, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, no, you're going to do it just because you have a beautiful right. voice. And I right. just love hearing singing. And But she's not doing it. So I didn't force her to do it. But <laughs> Mr. Brunson was just a, a fantastic, fantastic man. Yes. Our class, our graduating class had a Broadway actress. Uh, her, name, wow. her name is Heather Kenzie. Right, that's okay. her. Her name is Heather Kenzie, and a gentleman named Joseph London. And yes, jo- and Joey London. Joey yes. London. He's a Broadway uh, actor, mm-hmm. and he's got some huge, like, big time roles that he's done. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a phenomenal showman, and yeah, not only so that, but from what I understand, he also has like a huge body transformation too. Yes, he also lost like two hundred pounds. Yes, it's incredible. So it's we gotta incredible. get him on the docket. We should. My friends' cousins with him. Really? Yeah. Do you know that he also uh, has this, I don't, I don't know if it's a hobby, but he was actually selling cookies. Like he was making cookies. Like oh. he learned his grandmother's recipes. And while like basically Broadway was shut down, he came back home and he was going ahead and he was, it was like Mary Sunshine's, oh, don't kid. I'm trying to remember it, Joey. I, it, it, I've got it, but it's like Mary Sunshine Sweets or something. And he was selling all of these Italian cookies yeah. that he learned of how to, you know, his grandma Finelli or whatnot. And yeah. it was just like incredible. So, I mean, so in addition to, you know, going ahead, living the dream, having this, you know, Broadway, you know, careers of recent, um, you know, and, and the, you know, the theater in Chicago, he would go ahead and he would, you know, make these cookies and he also had this extremely incredible transformation. I mean, wow. Like a, I'm gonna so reach much out going to on. him. I am we we had different social circles. Okay. And I saw him at our reunion, um, whenever that reunion was. Sure. And just went up to him like congratulations. Because mm-hmm. I mean what he did was just amazing. He he's a tremendous success story of his passion. And we talked to him at that time. My daughter was into singing and she was in the choir and she's got a beautiful voice. What, you know, what, what would be the next steps? Right. He's like, learn how to play a piano. Mm-hmm. Like, really? He's like, yeah, learn how to play a piano. Yep. 
And so obviously we have the piano here, but you see what it's used for. It's used for holding a box with my recording equipment in there. A massage stick oh, for the muscles, nice. the ugly stick. Yeah, I think it's called the ugly stick. Yeah. Did you get that off of Amazon? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, some candles. And one day we're going to learn how to play the piano. Well, at least it's not covered with clothes. That's, that's no, a that's, positive. That's the couch. That's the couch. Yeah, that's... <laughs> the, and Kyle didn't fold the laundry. It's down there. Well, you know, it happens. <laughs> I just got kicked. I got an ugly look. <laughs> got two it's ugly so, looks. It's okay, Sarah. It's like the thing that never ends. You yes. Know? No, Don't, it's horrible. Yeah, I hate it. I know. You hate laundry too? So when we make it big, that's one thing that I'm going to outsource. Is the laundry? It's laundry. Right? But it's awkward though. Do you want somebody washing your drawers? You don't care? At, at, you Isn't know, there like some big time celebrity that just buys new drawers? Like he never, I think it's Justin Timberlake. Really? He buys new drawers. He doesn't wear the same same drawers once. Wow. It's like one and done's. I couldn't really? imagine that. They have like that amount of money. Like I found like 10 bucks in a pair of pants and I was just ecstatic. Wow. Couldn't believe it. But wow. Yeah. So. I, I that's, yeah, I, I, I can't relate to that. No. And see, that's why. We're real people yes. relating to real stories. Yes, what a tie-in, man! This is this is good. what a tie-in. Real stories, real people. You got it. You got it. That we have a piano that's not used for piano playing. It's holding a box. That's not okay. yet. Yes. Not yet. Mama says not yet. But right. This is real life. In time. But I'm gonna definitely get. I'm gonna write that down in the book. Right. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, if you can't get a hold of them, let me I, let me see. Well, well, you know what? If you want to reach out too, I, I will, will. I will. Episode because we probably will have to try confirmed. and get him sooner rather than later, especially if he's going to head back to New York. I'm not sure what the timing is on Broadway opening back up, but yeah, from what he's I, phenomenal. What I know, he's got a beautiful story. Phenomenal. Yeah, it's, it's actually kind of funny. Um, Mr. B and a bunch of the choir students actually went to go see him in his performance of Chicago yes. playing Mary Sunshine over at uh, the Oak Brook Terrace, the whatever, Drury Lane. yeah, the Drury Lane Theater. Yeah. 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 So Mary, so that's a character. His cookie was named after the main character. You got it. Mary Sunshine Sweets. Amazing. I got to make sure. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Extremely talented. Extremely talented. We were just, we were so happy to, to be able to be there to, you know, witness yeah. it, you know? Yeah. Oh, now was, so now was doing her little, what's up? She just wants attention, That's you know? That's exactly it. So we have a Rhodesian Ridgeback dog, and she is just insanely smart. So she'll nudge you with the nose, and then she'll do, like, some talking, some talking barks. Oh, there's one right there. Mm-hmm. That's, she's, oh, she just gave a little lip. She gives sass. <laughs> she walks with a little bit of a strut. She shakes her butt in front of the male dogs, which drives them nuts. She, she is a Hastings, I'm just saying. I don't shake my moneymaker. Well. Though. Not yet. I'm going to start. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. That, so, Joe, we're going to reach out to him. But we are, we're coming up on 50 minutes. This is how fast these things go. You, you, we get caught up into that's, a conversation. But that's great, though. That's, the, that's what I love. Yeah, you know? it flies by. So yes. you, we're at 2016 or 2016 and a half. Yeah, she's got to do some business. Again, real life. This is a real, real podcast. Yeah. And she just wants good. attention. She, like, looked at Sarah saying, oh, she's like, don't you touch me. <laughs> don't you touch me. I just want to play. <laughs> oh she runs upstairs there we there, go there you go there you go yes uh yeah. forget, again where was i going oh so yeah. you 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 found out about your factor 5v bad yeah. thing yes and then so since then you know you're, you're active you're active in our community mm-hmm. and um here we are 
and oh, I, I yeah. can't be any more appreciative of you sitting across from me. It's going to be a lot of fun. We've got a lot of cool stories coming up to share, and hopefully it can you know, give somebody a, a good lift, yeah, a good no, smile. I'm looking forward to it. I, I think that's. I think what you're doing is very commendable. So Awesome. Do you have any questions you want to ask? I did a lot of questions. Oh, I li- well, I, I, you know. Um, to, to wrap up this time, we got about a good 10, 15 minutes. Right. I'm, uh, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. Some off um, the top questions. Right. Off the top questions. Oh, you know what? I wanted to ask you one thing about yes. your um, inspirational weight loss. Yes. When you began it, Kyle, were, were you and Sarah kind of quiet about it at first and the reason why I asked that is I find that whenever I think about going ahead and getting yeah. on some type of weight loss program yeah. if I mention it to anybody somebody always sabotages it somebody always has well what well why are you doing that you should be doing this and I was just curious how you guys just went about it. like did you, did you did you find that anybody was trying to sabotage your weight loss journey, or did you just kind of keep it quiet? I just wanted to get your thoughts question. on that. Uh, maybe we can have her come downstairs with that. I can give her an but she's upstairs with the dog. Mm-hmm. So when we, we started this, we started at two separate times. So my, my start was July 8th. Okay. And I went to the doctor, and I weighed a certain amount of weight, and I knew I had to make a change. Sure. And I did it my way of what I thought was the right way. I did lose a little bit of weight. Mm-hmm. But Sarah was also walking like four miles a day, three miles a day. That's incredible. And she, I mean, she was heavy too, but mm-hmm. she wasn't losing any weight. Okay. And she would lose a couple pounds here uh, and then gain a couple pounds. I don't know. You have, Sarah, can you come down here? Uh, she doesn't want to be on the microphone though, but that's okay. So I just need you to confirm some of this story. So we're going to pull Sarah up to the microphone as Nala's running with her toy wanting to play. <laughs> <laughs> So you, what was what was your heaviest when you started? Here you can come sit over here. You can be my wife, and we can sit together. Look, look like you oh, like Oh, she's him. looking disgusted. She's like, I do not want to talk on this microphone. <laughs> it's a trap. Got you. It's like that Star Wars character. It's a trap. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Right. You got to talk right in there. The question was, uh, what were you? What was your starting weight when you started this? Probably the heaviest was probably 270. 270. So you were walking, what, about three, four miles a day, every day during COVID, right? Mm-hmm. And so and you would... There's, you got oh, real excuse life. me. It's the toy, this, this fun toy that Nala has. And you weren't losing any weight. You would lose a couple pounds, but then probably the fourth week out of every mm-hmm. month, we'll leave it at that, the sure. fourth week, you would gain a couple pounds back, and then it was a yo-yo. Right, okay. And I remember she was getting very upset about that. She goes, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Sure. Um, I'm exercising. We mm-hmm. thought we were eating healthy because we, we didn't eat out. I was, right. I was laid off. I got laid off because of COVID, so funds were a little tight. Sure. Everything here was homemade, and we were e- eating healthy. It wasn't like we were, like, frying chicken in the pan. It was, right. it was we thought we were healthy, but we were eating a lot of healthy because we were at home. And well, we're, we're what COVID. else do you have to do, but right? we were also in the mindset that we were working out. So we can sure, eat whatever we right. want. I work out. Yes, I work out. <laughs> and so that, that wasn't the case. That, that wasn't the case at mm-hmm. all. So um, after a while around September, I couldn't figure it out why I wasn't mm-hmm. losing the amount of weight I was and the amount of activity 
my brother introduced us to Jill, Dr. Jill Lenton okay. with B3. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure everyone's laughing at this with the dog chewing it. <laughs> She's chewing her red toy. She loves it. And it's Murphy's Law that of course. the one time, like, she slept all day today. Of course Like, she I work did. from home. Right? She literally laid in the bed all day and slept. Hey, and you so know. now it's 8.50. You needed some sound effects, right, didn't you? It's like a circus. It's like we have a clown. So if someone could picture like a clown walk around the kitchen table like honking its horn, that's where we're at right now. It's a fun house. But again, this is real life stuff. You got it. It's real life stuff. And she's going to keep chomping at it. She hasn't chomped that thing like in a month. Do you know that? Well, you know, today's the day. Today's a good day to chomp. Dad, I'm going to start chomping on this when you need me to be quiet. (laughs) Thanks, Nala. No problem, Dad. Right. I know. So we, we, we got a hold of Jill, mm-hmm. and it was a very, very tough a tough part because, again, it, it was it was being compromising. We were going to have sure. to change our lifestyle. Right. We had, we had to change our, our lot of social habits. Mm-hmm. We, were, we, were Friday, we were Friday wine drinkers. And, sure, uh, yeah. And it was, you know, we, we'd go out with people, or mm-hmm. people would come by, and that's when COVID was sort of like in its remission, mm-hmm. I would say. Uh, we, were, we were doing having like a couple of bottles of wine. Well, we had to stop that. And we had to remove ourselves from certain situations. We had to move, remove ourselves from a lot of situations because, again, I'm, I'm not an expert in addiction, but I do know if you're an addict in something, you right. have to remove yourself from it until you can get control of it. Okay. And we, we had to go off the grid for a little while. You did know, you tell people what you were doing, though? Not or, at first. Or did you keep it? Okay, so you kept it kind of yeah. under wraps. Yeah. Okay. Just I fail. We're going to move you. Oh, this right. is cute. Look at this. She's sitting That's next romantic. to me holding hands and you got talking to the microphone. Well, the fact that if I failed, I didn't want. Right. Then that's the whole thing with dieting is that like I've tried all different things. South Beach, you know, all these yeah, bad yeah. diets. And I learned when I when you when you dieted, you didn't want people to know until like. You, they sure. notice things. Sure. And so I was afraid of yeah. if I wasn't good at it, if it didn't mm-hmm. work, if everyone knew about it, yep. then... Which makes complete sense. And and the reason I was asking is just because, right. again, from a personal standpoint, I just feel that whenever sometimes you start, somebody will make a comment about how you're not doing... You should be doing X, Y, and Z. You know, they'll always go ahead and say... Why are you doing that? There's some different programs. So that's why I don't like to tell people, you know, yes. if you're trying to work out a little bit more or watch what you're eating because you just don't want the whole, you know, someone to sabotage. Everybody's critics, right? right. Yes. And I, yes. I, I, we were talking about that or we just read something. Everybody's a critic that's either one, jealous. Yes. Two, they're not happy with themselves. So what's the easiest way to. You got it. Is to put others down. Mm-hmm. Nobody, I'm not going to say nobody, there's a lot of people that just aren't warm and encouraging mm-hmm. and inspiring and motivating that if I'm looking to make a change, right? I want people on my team exactly. to go with me. Exactly. I don't want enemies. I don't want people to become, uh, I don't want people to become uh, roadblocks in my progress. Exactly. If I'm going to say anything, say mm-hmm. something nice, say something encouraging. Right. doesn't matter what you're doing. If you're doing, uh, there's so many different types of dieting out mm-hmm. there and, and something fits for somebody. Right. Uh, who am I to right. say that, no, what you're doing is wrong. I'm nobody. I'm some mope that, you know, 
learned how to lift weights in a, f- a football weight room, and I, mm-hmm. I've been eating wrong my entire life. I've been sleeping wrong mm-hmm. most of my life, and I haven't been drinking enough water. Yep. And I had to learn that from somebody that's a professional mm-hmm. in it, not from uh, an article in a magazine exactly. or the, the intranet, you know, exactly. Netscape, you, you read from that, mm-hmm. or this the social media of, you know, of what they're doing. or You have to find out what works for you. And mm-hmm. you have to form that team around you of support of people that are with you through thick and thin, you know, it, it, no pun intended, thick or thin, right. but they got to be with you right. all, all the way. Yeah. And you have to remove those people that are, that are roadblocks. And are they, if somebody's negative to you, you have a friend and Bev's like, Hey Kyle, I'm going to do, uh, this jazzercise program. <laughs> jazzercise is still about. It is. I it think is? it's still a thing. Yeah, I, th- okay. I still think it's a it thing. Is? Yeah, All yeah. Right. Oh, we're not getting sponsored by them, I don't think, <laughs> anymore. But I'm doing jazzercise. Now, version, a mature, horrible version of Kyle, that's stupid. Why would you do that? Mm-hmm. How many times do you hear that? Or not you, but right. you, you hear that in passing right. or conversation. Why would you do that? That's right. dumb. That doesn't mm-hmm. work. Exactly. Okay. Maybe it's going to work for me. And why exactly. would you be negative towards mm-hmm. something I'm doing? Now you have supportive teammate, true friend, Kyle, saying, Kyle, I'm going to go do jazzercise. That's awesome. Right. Tell me about it. Right. What's exactly. it about? Do it. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if it works for you, do it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, everybody, no one likes, what's uh, like ice cream. Mm-hmm. There's a flavor for everybody. And Very if it true. works for you, then do it. Exactly. And if, if it works for you, do your best at it and you try mm-hmm. your hardest. Yeah. It drives me up a wall when I hear the, the critics of different types of training techniques. Oh, you, you do CrossFit or you do uh, weightlifting, power, power lifting, bodybuilding. Right. Who cares? Is it best for you? Does it make yes. you feel good? Does it benefit you? Yes. Mm-hmm. So mind your business. Exactly. Wow. That, that's yeah. another new term too is mind your business. Worry about you right? Uh-huh. Worry, worry about you. And you if it. you have nothing to worry about in your life, congratulations, you're the 0.001% of society that has nothing to worry about. Right. Even the richest men on the world have something to worry about. Mm-hmm. Like Jeff Bezos today flew up to space. He had something to worry about. Did he actually make it? Like I, he I did. haven't. He I, did. He, wow. Did you see his rocket ship? <laughs> no. I just got pinched in the leg. <laughs> his, his, ro- his rocket ship looks like a, uh, a flange. I have to keep this like uh, on the clean. Did they play Rocket Man? Uh, they they played something, but th- this thing was it was the parody. I, since I got back on the Facebook, it's like one joke after another. I'm thinking this is great. This is what Facebook should be for is like good stuff and jokes. Right. But his right. his rocket ship was definitely guided by the blue pill. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm gonna have to check. It oh out. yeah. Well, uh, I'll bring it up right now. Oh my god. But it mind your, it, yeah. what it comes down to is mind your right. business and be supportive yeah. and. I just don't understand what the hard mm-hmm. thing about that is. Uh, are there that many people that are unhappy with themselves where they just can't get right. along with somebody, where they have mm-hmm. to put somebody down? Uh, social media, perfect example. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of Tommy Tough guys behind the keyboard that they could never yes. say this to your face. Exactly. They can never say exactly. this to your face. But yeah. they've got some big freaking muscles behind right. their Commodore 64 computer mm-hmm. typing whatever they want because they're behind a screen and a keyboard. It's true. That's you know, true. I be know. supportive. 
Right. That's what. That's who you know your your team yeah. is, is. Is the support. But yeah, no. yeah to answer your question, yeah. very long winded. Yeah. No, um, that's no. But but thank you for that because I wanted you know you both to know you both are very inspirational and I was just curious as to how you know things came about. So the the story is very interesting. And then you know again, because there are a lot of naysayers, there are a lot of people. Who, uh, it's you know, the rocket ship. oh my gosh, it's showing <laughs> what, me a picture of the rocket ship. What does it look like? I, I, I'm scarred for life now. Thank you. <laughs> look at that blast Kyle. power. It's probably wow. two double A batteries, two double D batteries, and they're giving it that much lift. <laughs> Gonna go to Costco and stock up now. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chef Bezos, for right giving me two double D batteries right? in my little <laughs> rocket ship, my little rocket. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Just got cracked again. That's when I know <laughs> I'm doing good material, right? is right? when I'm getting elbowed and they don't see it. They just hear the slaps and the elbows. I know. But, but in all seriousness, yes. thank you for that. And thank you for sharing your journey because it is so um, important. I know that especially Sarah has been super encouraging to myself. I mean, just going on walks and stuff. I haven't been able to keep it up uh, just yet, but she's, she's very encouraging and she's, uh, she's been an inspiration, at least to me. So well, she's an inspiration to me too, because it's, to me, lifting comes easy. Exercising comes easy. Mm-hmm. What doesn't come easy is the, the preparation and the planning. Sure. Oh yeah. And that comes easy to her. She's, mm-hmm. she's good at that. She's good at organizational skills. I suck flat out suck at organizational well, skills. At least you recognize your faults. Oh, I've got I a mean, lot of them. And th- th- this could be like a five-part I was going to say, we don't have any more time for that. No, I think no. we're out of time. No, we don't. We're coming up to the end. But <laughs> uh, she inspired me just because her organization, she she is the master of meal prep, flat out master of meal That's prep. That's great. And she knows exactly what we're doing. She does the shopping. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does the dinner meal prep. We do our own thing for like breakfast and lunch. She does help out with uh, helping with the lunch with like cooking and stuff okay but for me my, that's my motivation is for, from her for her organizational skills i wish i had organizational skills like that and i just don't i don't have it uh, but for me working mm-hmm. out and training i enjoy doing that 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 to me is fun and i think maybe that's not your strength. I think he thinks yeah. he's going to play football again. I'm just saying. Well, he does. He does. I'm just saying. I, I think you know that's what? what it is. Yeah, I might. I don't know yet. No, I. Geez, I can't even walk up the stairs. That's one thing that's a little, like I struggle with. I know you got talking a microphone. The I struggle every morning to get up and making sure that I go work out. Like, and I do it for me. That's um, that's great though. Like ninety percent of it is what you eat, but like. <laughs> this is awkward, yes. isn't it? Come yes. on, get, get close. Uh, yeah, this well, is very awkward. So my the like the physical transformation was huge, but it was a mental transformation. Sure. As a like a working mom, and you put everyone else's needs first, mm-hmm. and it, it was time to take care of me. I had yeah. to, like my why is my three beautiful kids upstairs and my husband I wanted to be around you know to it. see them grow up and the track I was on wasn't leading me that way sure so sure that's in my why you know I've got people here that I care about care deeply about and I, I need to I needed to correct my behaviors mm-hmm. my behaviors were going to lead to a, a, a fast death it, it is what it is Oh yeah, and those were my whys. Is why I did did why I wake up every day between four and four thirty, every single day except oh, for yeah. Sundays. 
I wake up around six thirty seven, and on Saturdays I wake up at five, really? just so I can get the first workout done. Because I, I look at it as wins. If I start the day with all wins, mm-hmm. I can't lose the day because I'm already eight and zero. Yeah. Right? I already yeah. have so many runs scored. It's right. gonna be tough to get runs scored against because I already got everything done. I got all the hard right. things done. But that was a um, that was a, a a big a big thing for for me was watching her, and this is my why. My, my, my little girl before I left to come here today because she knows that she's probably be sleeping when I when I get home. She wrote me a little note I that says I love you. Yeah. Hold on. Here. Turn it around. My baby girl. Just because she, she's like, I know that I'll probably be sleeping. One. And so she wrote you this little... She just wrote a little three by five, you know, note card. I love those you and love Anna. was when they do those little right. things like that. But that's, but that's my why. Her and, her and John and... You know, I've got too many people depending on me, just like you guys. You know, you think about extended family. So those are those are our whys. That's why we do everything. Yeah. So and you keep pressing on, and mm-hmm. you have to. You do. You, you have to. There, there can't be any pauses. If there are, maybe slowdowns. But there mm-hmm. can't be any stops, and you can't go backwards. But if you, you do, it. God forbid, you do go backwards, mm-hmm. well, guess what? Tomorrow's a new day. You got it. Going backwards was a moment ago, and that was yet, that was in the past. Mm-hmm. Now it's in the future we got work on that and there's there was hiccups in our you know in our journey some mm-hmm. roadblocks things called holidays things called family parties things called coming from you know a big family of my own everything's around food oh everything's completely around drink completely yes. just gluttony at its finest like family parties literally mm-hmm. i think could could feed like two-thirds oh, of a starving yeah. country and and so what do you do is you make sure that you eat those two thirds because you don't want any leftovers. So you just eat all the food. Mm-hmm. And th- there's a, there was a lot of that, a lot of that going on, a lot of struggles and hurdles. But I would say over the course of a year, this didn't happen over a month or two months no, of, no, of a behavior a change. And it's still tough. There are, there mm-hmm. are still temptations, but you got to know the checks and balances of, of what's worth it. What are you willing to pay the sacrifice for? Mm-hmm. And for me right now, it's, I don't want to pay that sacrifice because I knew how I felt before. Right. I, I have moments of some really, really just, just embarrassing moments I don't ever want to go back to. Sure. And just sad, horrible moments where I don't, you know, don't want to be embarrassed anymore. I don't want to be embarrassed by something I have full control over. Right. And I just chose not to be in control. Mm-hmm. And like what Sarah was saying is focusing on me. I had to fix me before I could fix everyone else. Mm-hmm. That's a part of the the next interview with uh, LT mm-hmm. is that you have to have your heart whole and full yes. before you could help others. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm helping you and I'm broken, am I helping you with 100% or am I helping you with a broken percent? Exactly. And exactly. It, and that's been... You know, that's been sort of the, the, one of the underlying messages is make sure you're fixed before you go fix somebody else. Cause are you really truly fixing somebody if you're not whole yourself? You're putting half the effort in. It's true. Can you imagine putting the full effort in? Right. Right. And, and that's probably the biggest takeaway out of all of this. It isn't the pounds lost or we're in different size clothes or we're off medicine. Mm-hmm. It's we're make sure that we're good with us before exactly. we can fix others or exactly. help others. That's the big thing with the podcast, you know, mm-hmm. with the Spray podcast, is that I can, I feel that I can truly pay it forward. And here's Nala, again, a sappy discussion. She's mm-hmm. doing a little bit of a crying. But if you're, if you're whole on the inside, then you're, you, you can help others yeah. and, and you can, you know, fulfill your, fulfill your role. Yeah. 
All right, so it's uh, we're an hour 11 into it. We have Nala. She's doing a little bit of a, a tantrum because she did not get any attention, and I moved <laughs> the chair there. But uh, thank you, Bev. I appreciate it. I well, Thank you. I, this could be a, an amazing journey. It really is. We've got some cool stuff lined up. Yeah. Bev, Bev is going to be with us helping with uh, – some a majority a few whatever she can do again this is where this is our hobbies where we mm-hmm. we're not collecting paychecks yet and then when we do collect paychecks we will have a nice studio a soundproof studio with a dog that's not chewing uh, <laughs> a squeezy treat that she's not hasn't squeezed in months or and kids fighting ambiance come yes. on Kyle. oh it makes it real like right? i said you hear the yes. air conditioner you hear the dryer you know <laughs> you hear everything but uh bev's gonna up oh, there's a squeaky again bev's gonna be with us and could be helping helping out with a lot of the interviews a lot of the messages yeah. uh she's got a beautiful message herself i'm sure you know many of people that have beautiful stories of growth and transformation that when you talk to them they probably don't even recognize it that they have that story it's very true yeah. and we're going to keep going with this for uh as long as we possibly can or as long as you know as long as our voices hold out or if we get nabbed up by some as a major program <laughs> and we come become big timers and then we'll still do it in the kitchen <laughs> in the living rooms of people's homes or there you go or wherever we can there you go so bev you're awesome thank you so much you're very welcome thank uh, you next podcast coming up is going to be a three-part with uh lt (laughs) there's (laughs) again murphy's law when (laughs) she wants to squeeze that but that's fine uh we got three-part podcast coming up with lt lt griffin lavert griffin about um he, he went away he was incarcerated for quite some time and his story uh, before the storm, during the storm, and after the storm is just unbelievable, unbelievably powerful of uh, perseverance and, and making sure your heart's whole. It's good. it's going to be a great, great story, and we have a ton more coming up. So, ready for the ride? You betcha. Very good. Alrighty, guys, take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Inspirate Podcast. Uh, we are on Google Play. We're on Amazon. Uh, we are on Spotify. We just got approved for Apple Podcast, and I'm just waiting for that to come about so I can make sure I pass along that link. But pretty much every podcast platform we're on, if you can like it, share it on social media, like us on Unsprayed on Facebook, Unsprayed Podcast, uh, Instagram, it would be Unsprayed Podcast as well. And if any of these streaming services have uh, ratings, Give us five stars, two thumbs up, whatever they do. Make sure you rate us high. That would be awesome. So thank you all, Bev. Thank you. And we'll see you next time.